Lion Hearted Podcast. What up, what up? You are now tuned into the Lion Hearted Podcast where the feelings reside and only the strong survive. I'm your boy Maine, so let's get into it. Yeah, just wanted to send out a message disclaimer for y'all. Um, during this episode, multiple times I said that the Chris Rock slap incident happened at the Grammys. It was not the Grammys, it was the Oscars. But the way the episode was, I didn't want to do too much editing so it can flow right through. So when y'all hear me say Grammys, no, I meant the Oscars. To me, it's all the same. So, yeah, I just want to put that little disclaimer out there before we get started. But, yeah, with that being said, enjoy this episode. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so I'm back at y'all with another episode. Okay, what I'm about to do today, I normally don't do, but since it's kind of a hot topic and a lot of people have been asking me about it and they've been asking me to do it, I figure why not give my opinion on it? I mean, everybody else is, right? And I was going to do an episode like pertaining to this subject anyway, I was gonna, and I'm still going to do it because I feel like it'll be important, especially for our culture, but just in general, period, for men in general. But yeah, it kind of pertains to like, men's mental health and the thing about that is right now the biggest story pertaining to that would be the will smith situation well the jada pinkett situation and all this is my opinion all this is allegedly allegedly i'm gonna say that at the beginning just to get it out the way and you might hear it again just just to cover my bases but yeah man a lot of people are not talking about that like the way she did him and the, I think the shit that happened with, like, Chris Rock and the whole slap. Now she's coming out doing interviews because a book about to come out. And I get it. She want to sell her product. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, that's anybody. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's a good market employee. But at the same time, it's at Will's expense. So basically what she said was, and she said this on, on a podcast. I forget the name of the podcast, but she said it. It might have been on uh, all the smoke, but I'm not. Sh- I'm not completely sure. And she said, when Will went up there at the Grammys, one of his biggest nights, because he actually won a Grammy and had to give a speech of his own, he slapped the host, Chris Rock, one of his friends. And now she's saying, and so we thinking naturally. Before I get into my point on that, we thinking naturally, like, okay, he defending his wife. Like, yeah, you got to do that. I mean, you kind of, you, you got to do that. I mean, you I mean, you are either that or you're going to be sleeping on the couch. Or she going to be sleeping outside or you going to be sleeping outside. So you got to defend your woman. So it wasn't a big deal at first. But then I thought about it. Like, you went up there and you slapped a comedian. You slapped Chris Rock because he said something about your wife. But you didn't have a reaction when she said what she said to your face about the August Alcina situation. On the blue table, orange table, red table, whatever the fuck it's called, that Facebook show she got. And now she's saying, and so we thinking this, everything's happening in a moment. So they married, that's his wife, whatever. A man defends his wife. A wife's supposed to defend her husband. Well, we get all that. I'm not I'm not debating that. But now she's saying, oh. Even though we was living in the same house, we've been separated since 2016. 
Now, unless it's a disrespectful statement, you know, calling out her name, of course, putting her hands on you. He's a comedian that told a joke. Ain't going to be no keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Ain't going to be none of that if we separated. But six years? And let me tell y'all something. That's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. Because if you watch the whatever the show is called, The Table, I'm going to just call it The Table because I don't know what color she used exactly. But on that show, when they did the little episode and she was explaining the story and all that, she used the word entanglement, but come on now. She basically told the nigga to his face that she was getting her back blown out because he wouldn't handle his business. And when I say she snatched his soul, and not in a good way, she really like on some witchcraft snatched his soul type shit. If you go back and look at that video and see the look in Will's eyes, the Fresh Prince, Mr. Positivity, like, man, you want to talk about broken. That man looks so broken. I'm surprised. Hey, more power. To, I'm surprised he, as a man, I'm surprised he didn't jump the table. And I'm not condoning violence, but I'm just saying that's what it looked like. Like, damn, bro. Like, she really, because that's a tough conversation to have just one-on-one. Imagine with millions of viewers, it's like you try to capitalize on his pain and on his misery. And supposedly it had happened years prior, and they dealt with it in-house. If you dealt with it in-house, keep it in-house. That's how I feel about it. Like, I've had my, my opinions on it the whole time. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to stay away from it. Because, you know, the narrative now is like, us men, all we do is bash women and all this shit. It's because we didn't. I'm going to tell you first off, I love women. Love women, hate bitches. Yeah, it's a difference. And it's not one of those situations. My mama hugged me all the time. My mama tell me she loved me all the time. So it's not, it's not one of those things where, oh, you didn't receive enough love. It's just right is right, wrong is wrong. And that's how it is. And so I'm like, okay, before I do this, you could talk amongst it with the homies, what we would do as men, with your brothers or whatever the case may be. But I was like, you know what? Let me get somebody I, I'm close to, somebody I trust from, from a woman's perspective. So we ride in the car on Saturday after, after our football game, and the conversation just came up. And so I asked my sister-in-law, asked uh, her opinion. What's up, Shelly? I asked her opinion, and she goes, man, I'm getting tired of her. I'm getting tired of this situation. Well, I'm going to translate it, what I heard in hood speech. I'm getting tired of this bitch. That's not exactly what she said, but that's what I heard. You know what I mean? She said it in a nice way, but basically what she was saying is, I'm getting tired of this bitch. Because... Now we got to sit here and explain. Now she's sitting there talking about, and they're not talking about this a lot. She's like, oh, Tupac proposed to me when he was in jail, which was in 1995, which was damn near 30 years ago. Okay, he proposed to you, and you told us that you said no. So basically what you're doing is you're one in a million of women that can say that they shot, they shot, that Tupac shot, they shot, shot his shot, excuse me, and you turned him down because you knew better because he would divorce you right after. That is bullshit because, like I said, he's been going for almost 30 years and you can't shut up about Pac and your bond with Pac and your relationship with Pac. And you got a whole husband with kids and a whole family. 
Pac died in 96, y'all. She married Will in 97. So I'm guessing they probably started dating around 95, around the Pac death row years. So you either you start dating right after he proposed to you or did he propose to you while you was with Will? Is that what you're not telling us? Like, come on, man. It, it, it's crazy. And then my nephew, who is nine years old, he's a kid. And he know better. He go, he say, Uncle Main, Tupac not here no more to defend himself. He dead, right? Yeah, you're right. He not here to defend himself. And he's like, well, why? If he not here to defend himself, why is she speaking on it? That's my point exactly. So if a nine-year-old can get it, bitch, why don't you? And like I said, this is all allegedly because we don't know if Pac really proposed to her or not. I mean, if he did, if I sit here and think about it, he was locked up. If I propose to you, you can come visit me. We can get them special treatments. I can get the back in the 90s, I can get them conjugal visits. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, that's a strategic move. So I'm not going to deny if he did it or if he not. But if he did do that, you ain't turn him down. You ain't, you out of all people, because you ain't shut up about Pac. And it's women that that's talked on many platforms for many years. Tupac still get talked about like he left yesterday. But at the same time, you with the Fresh Prince. Probably now, I would probably say he's top three. He was number one for a minute, but I think The Rock has kind of overtaken that over the last decade or so because he's been doing his thing, and Denzel is Denzel. Whenever he does a project, it's always good. I ain't never known Denzel to have a bad movie. So I'll say that Will is a top three because he did have Wild Wild West in there. But this man did something that's, that's rare. He won a Grammy for rap music without cussing at all throughout the whole album. And the thing about it is, and people, a lot of people keep saying, well, Will stepped out first. We don't know that because Will ain't never said it. She ain't never said it. Ain't no women ever came out and said, oh, the Fresh Prince took me on vacation. Will, duh, Mr. Bad Boy, Mike Lowry, all that. Ain't nobody ever said nothing. So there's no evidence unless she say it. But now her credibility his wife, Jada, allegedly, again, there it goes again. Her credibility is so shot because how she moving. Let's just say, okay, look, if you was separated and living in the same house, don't you have to get the paperwork to say there's a legal separation at the time? And for six years, if you wasn't on paper legally separated, I don't give a fuck if y'all sleeping in separate rooms and you just mad at them. If you're not legally separated, guess what? You're not separated. You live in California. You ain't separated unless it's on paper, unless it's documented. So basically, when you be like, I didn't cheat on Will, he knew. I don't give a fuck what he knew. By the letter of the law, you cheated on him. And not only did you cheat on him, you told him to his face. Now, if there's women he done cheated with, dig up that dirt and and tell the world. I don't care either way. Because at this point, it's like, bro, to me, Bro, who haven't, who's your homeboys that ain't told you? You that dude. You the Fresh Prince. You supposed to have people around you like, yo, bro, it's been, your kids is grown. All three of your kids. And I know his first son, and this is evidence of it. His first son, Trey, you don't hear nothing about him. Because Will's ex-wife is raising him how she's raising him. We don't hear no negativity. I remember when he came to the city playing football against, uh, when Derek Carr was uh, still in high school. His, uh, he was playing with Joe Montana's son for L.A. school. I remember that. That's the last thing I remember hearing about his son, Trey, who was from a different relationship. 
you always see and you always hear about the other two kids. And then you hear the mom, she sit there and say, oh, we're trying to get now. The lady asked her, she was like, well, are you getting divorced or aren't you? And she's like, well, no, divorce is not an option. We're trying to get back to a life partnership. Again, Will has not said a word. This is all coming out her mouth and her opinion. Number one, if it's, if you're husband and wife, you don't use the term my life partner. People that use life partnership are people that don't believe in the sanctity, like don't believe in like signing paper and actually getting married, but they're together. So they'd be like, oh, that's my husband. That's my wife. That's my life partner. Y'all document it. Y'all husband and wife. Y'all Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's what we know you as, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett was a long time ago, Minister Society and and things like that. And I know it's a movie, but I got to, as, as a joke, I got to put this in there. She was the old female in the hood in Minister Society. That's my all-time favorite movie. I, I can recite that word, that movie, word, line for line, whatever. She was the old female in the hood. Kane was a youngster. 18 years old, barely graduated from high school. Had a party, drinking, go back to, he like, she telling him, like, yo, you want to move with me? Well, whatever. He like, nah, he still like, nah, this ain't cool. He try to get up and leave. She don't let him. Yeah, it's just a movie, but think of the irony of it. Think of the irony of it. Then you have the movie in 94, The Inkwell, which is not really a popular movie. If you know, you know, that's the movie she did, the Martha's Vineyard movie she did with Lorenz Tate back in the day where he was like the little nerdy kid and he wasn't really popular and she was like the popular girl on the island or whatever. He was there visiting his family for the summer. And so she was showing him attention and all this other stuff. So he thinking, oh, I got her. I, everybody's shocked that he got her. I'm, he is cousin shy. Everybody's shocked that he got, he got the best girl in town. She go, go to pick her up. He looked through the window. <laughs> What's she doing? She getting her back blown out by her ex boyfriend. So even though those is movie roles, I mean, look at look at the three sixty of it all, allegedly. Look at look at it all. Like you got that situation. What did she admit to Will? Will, I had an entanglement, aka I was getting my back blown out by this youngster because you wasn't handling your business. Oh, and by the way, it is her friend's son who had health problems and mental and all this other stuff that came out later. Allegedly. And so it's like anything that she's doing, and then too, how this all started was Chris Rock came with the G.I. Jane joke. If y'all ain't seen G.I. Jane, it's Demi Moore. She's the original G.I. Jane. And so he made a joke like, oh, Jada should be G.I. Jane too. Like, and I'm going to say this right now. Jada been rocking a short haircut since I was a little boy. And she actually looked good doing it. These are my th top three female actresses. And I really don't, I really don't like females with short haircuts. That's not my thing. I, you know what I mean? I shoulder length and down, that's cool. But it's certain females that it look good on no matter what. And this is the top three. Angela Bassett, Nia Long, Jada Pinkett. And Halle Berry. You can flip-flop the last two if you want to. But Angela Bassett is number one. Nia Long is number two. So to see her with a short haircut, it wasn't a shocker to me. Even when she shaved off her head at the end of, I mean, shaved off her braids 
at the end it set it off. She still looked good when she was trying to, you know, change her look up to evade, continue to evade the police or whatever. When she was driving away, she didn't look bad. She don't. Even when she was sitting there at the Grammys, I wasn't thinking that. And then all of a sudden, now you tell us you have alopecia. To see, that's something I'm like, damn, if she really got it, okay. And it's not right to talk bad about that either way. Whether she got it, whether she don't, that's not, because there's people that actually got it. It's present in my family. So I know. Like, so damn, if you got it, pray for you. Like, man, it's different levels for everybody. But if you don't got that, but you saying you got that, that's wrong. And then, okay, if you keep it on you, you can sit there and say you could be an activist for it and all that, and that's all the well and good. And then now you turn around and you tell us Tupac shaved his head bald because he suffered from alopecia. Again, you're speaking on a dead man that cannot speak for himself, and that's not right. We don't know if Tupac had alopecia or not. We're not debating that part. But it's like, wh why would we care? We remember Pac and Juice when he had the Gumby. But then Ballhead Tupac is, shit, he, been, he was bald my whole childhood up until he died. It wasn't a thing. I just, like Michael Jordan, like Shaq, certain people, you just, the look fits them. And it's cool. And then it's like, when you think about it, and my brother brought this up, he like, he was kind of sliding back. He was like, man, he was kind of sliding back in Juice. And when you think about it, yeah, he, he kind of was. And it's just like, okay, male pattern baldness. But we didn't think alopecia. But he'd been dead for 30 years. So even if he had it, like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it like I said, there's different levels because some people lose facial hair, some people lose body hair, whatever. And then of course the hair on your head. But it's like, was that your connection to Tupac? Oh, we both I suffer from this. And by the way, Pac suffered from this too, to take the heat off yourself. That'll be kind of like, and, and she's not getting the level of disrespect that I think she should get because that's wrong. And like I said a little bit ago, for a nine-year-old to say, hey, why is she speaking on a dead person that can't defend himself? Let me give you a scenario that would be prevalent, but it will work in a double standard. It will work in the other way. What if a man, what if a man had been dealing with a woman for a long time? But the woman developed an illness, a terminal illness. And she was basically on her deathbed. And he knew she was going to die. The whole time they had been together, he had no intentions of marrying her. But he waited till she on her deathbed to propose to her. Knowing that he not going to have to follow through with the actual marriage. He would be crucified for that. That's basically what she's doing. Because, yes, Afeni is dead. Yes, Matulu passed away. Rest in peace to both of them. But he still has a sister who has children. Some of the outlaws have passed on. But some of the outlaws are still here. Muta, Edie, all them. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, people that love Pac. And a lot of people is pissed off. And, like, T.K. Kirkland had me laughing because it's true. Like. Man, I'ma just go on and say it. Thirty years later, Pac wouldn't have fucked with you. The way you acting now, Pac, or maybe maybe if Pac was here, you probably wouldn't be acting like this. Maybe that dude got something to do with it. But I think Wilden just tossed his hands up because I'm like, 
if Will say tomorrow, like, I'm through, I've had it, I want to get a divorce, you don't embarrass me enough. He not going to lose nothing, no type of credibility for leaving you. If you go back to Jada Pinkett, like Chris Rock said, like, like we know why we're here. Like, why are you here other than to be his support? And then she even said Chris Rock tried to take her on a date who's friends of both of theirs. He, hey, he he, he might have he might have slid in the DM if you heard they was getting separated. Hell, it worked for August Alcina. Why not try my hand? I'm newly divorced. Why not? You know what I'm saying? I'm so I'm not gonna sit there and say he did or he didn't. But it's like, and if you go back and look at the clip, they showed the front clip with her like looking at Will and he got up there and he keep my name, my wife's name out your fucking mouth and all that shit. But then you look at the back view, he say the joke, she laughing. Now she wanna say she thought it was a skit. You knew that wasn't no motherfucking skit. You knew that. His anger was coming out because after that table episode, whatever the fuck it's called, everybody was calling Will Smith, oh, you a bitch, oh, you soft, you this, you that, you let him. Because like I said, that's a tough conversation to have in-house, let alone to have the world see it. And I give Will his credit on this. He didn't react to it. Because that's the best thing you can do as a man when it comes to shit like that is not react to it. Because when you don't do that, that kind of makes women feel even smaller and it make them look kind of stupid. Because they expect you to have a certain reaction. She probably told, she expected him to probably jump over the table and throw the chairs and all this other shit and just get out of character. So that slap was kind of like, oh, I still got him. That, that's why I was like, dude, why'd you do that? Because by you doing that, another man said something about you and you reacted the way you reacted even with it being your friend, that lets that, that lets that bitch know that she still got all the power. And that's not cool. And she was one of my favorite actresses. Like I said, like, especially them early movies, like Menace to Society, Low Down Dirty Shame, Equal, like even her character in the, it was like, damn, that's fucked up. As a kid, but you look back on it now, like, like damn, you, damn, I know it's movies, but damn, you, you did that? Like, and now you kind of, like, it's like art imitates life type thing. So, and another thing a lot of people are not talking about that I kind of want to touch on before I end the episode is, like I said earlier, the mental health of it all. Like, Will, we don't, because he hasn't said anything, and rightfully so, it, it, whenever he wants to speak out on it, if he never wants to speak out on it, is that's his, you know what I mean, that's his prerogative or whatever. But with all the teasing and all the stuff that go on and we like, damn, Will, we, like, he already went out of character with the slap. But I'm going to take it deeper for y'all. What if it got deeper to the point where, because this is a bad situation. This is his wife. This is a person. He, 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 he doesn't believe in divorce. He said that many times. So he, he's had children with her. He, this is his wife. She has his last name. So she, he expects her to carry it to the utmost. Like, you know what I mean? Like. That's just how it works. But what if the backlash is so bad and the way he the way he looked during that table episode? Like, what if he do something to himself? And I'm not I'm not advocating that. I hope not. Will, you the fresh prince, you that dude, you can leave tomorrow and get somebody. That's my that's what I want you to do. Because I want you to know that you still that dude. 
Let me tell you, when I was recovering in the hospital, if it wasn't for Martin and Fresh Prince, those two sitcoms, I watched them on reruns. I've seen all those episodes, but I watched them seasons, I think, twice before I got up out of there, both um, from both shows. So he, like, I love the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's, like, you know what I mean? It was cool. But what if what if all this backlash and everything and all this, like, oh, her doing all this out on the front, being a strong woman, and I'm my, but we're still working. It's like she got him trapped. It's like, I'm talking bad about you, but no, I'm not going to let you divorce me because nope. And then she said, nobody's going to read. And this is what really bothered me. And this is, I'm going to say it again, allegedly. She said, I put in all this work, nothing to let somebody come in and pull the plug. Like, when you get married, like, yes, you trust in somebody with your life. And I I joke around about it a lot, but that and that's always one of them. Because I've been through, like, a lot of life or death situations, and I bounce back from shit. So it's always like, oh, please wait. That would be one of my first conversations. Like, give me, like, a week. And if it don't seem like I'm coming out of it, then do what you got to do. But that's a wrong mindset to go into, like, when you think about it. Like, any type of marriage, you don't, that we know that's the essence of it, because that's the end of it. Like, if you get into a terrible accident or whatever, you have to make that final decision, as tough as it might be. But you don't say, like, I'm not going to let somebody else do it, because I've spent all this time. Yeah, but you did a lot of shit to break that trust. Basically cheating on him, allegedly, without with August Alsina. And the Grammys was in March. So he if he got that mad in March, why didn't you have that? You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he had that same vitriol in August, or at August, I should say. So, yeah, like I was saying, if he go do something to himself, as the world, are we going to be like, oh, man, she shouldn't have did that? We could do that now. That's why I'm kind of defending the situation. Because a lot of the people that are speaking on it, y'all did the same, and it's a different situation, but y'all did the same shit to Chad, Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther, when he was going through his colon cancer. Not knowing that he was going through cancer Filming the movie that y'all say that y'all love, as soon as he start posting pictures on Instagram of his like battle and everything like that, first thing y'all did was say he was on drugs. Y'all said he was on crack. Y'all said all these things. And then once he passed on and we figured out what it was, everybody started feeling bad about it. That's why you got to watch what you say and you got to watch what you do. That type of shit was is marriage shit. If y'all was really separated and Will understood and he knew that August out, yeah, we know what August Alcina said. I'm not. He got on the Breakfast Club and he kind of was in his feelings and he fucked with Jada and he fell in love. He, so he's like, y'all not finna keep me in the dark, whatever. So you could have just said no comment. Because you know and will know that y'all dealt with this years ago. Y'all have already dealt with even Jada no hell is with that being his friend. You could say no comment the whole time. And see, that's my thing, like, now you're going on this thing, and so it's like, is it to sell books? Is it all monetary? That's what I'm starting to think. Because like I said, we ain't heard from Will. We might not. We might not. He got bigger fish to fry. He probably got his next movie that he's getting in shape for. As I seen a thing where they doing a Bad Boys 4, him and Martin. So he's probably getting ready, probably prepping and getting ready for that. He don't got time to do this. And it's like, you're speaking on him, and you're speaking on Pac. Will is living and not saying nothing. Pac is dead and can't say nothing. So you don't got no, so you could just say whatever the fuck you want because there's nobody to confirm or deny your story. Like, look at the time frame. We know Pac was married 
he ended up marrying uh I believe her name was Keisha, Keisha something. I forget what her last name is. He married her and annulled her. It was like around ninety five and then he got with Quincy Jones' daughter at the time of his passing, but was in ninety six. He went to prison, I believe, at some point in like ninety four. So when the fuck did he propose to you when he was already dealing with all these other people and he had people that we could tell document come sign, you know what I mean, sign on the dotted line when he decided to go to death row. Desiree Smith, I think her name was. Like, so she was dealing with him. And they said Jackman Guy was trying to uh, get bail for him and stuff like that. Like, he had all these people. And you too, which was good. That's your friend. So you had all these people, all these people he could have asked. Her, 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 and her. That was bigger stars. Jasmine Guy was a bigger star at the time than you. But you're the one person, not Madonna, not Sally Richardson, not all these people, all these stories. Uh, a story came out that he dealt with OJ's daughter, the oldest daughter, allegedly. Like, all these people then said positive things about Pac that he passed on, but you're the one person that turned Pac down, that where Pac shot his shot and turned him down. Hell no. Because, yeah, they talk about him, but they done went on, they done moved on, and they done had, you know, they talk about him when they're asked about him. You bring up Pac, ain't nobody even asked you about Tupac. Then you find a way to bring Pac up. So if I was with, like, no man wants their wife to bring up, that basically, like, if y'all was friends or if y'all messed around when y'all was younger or tried it out, Will don't want you bringing up Pac. He didn't admit it. Like, they asked him on the breakfast club one time, was you just a Pac? Oh, man, hell yeah. Why? Because every time every time you do something, oh Pac would have did it like this, or Pac would have said this. He probably t- get tired of hearing that shit. And now you done brought all your baggage to the your marriage and your baggage and all the rough stuff to the world. It's a lot of this shit. We don't even we don't need to know. Like, you know what I mean? It's a lot of that shit. We don't need to know. So at what point is it because you're a woman that and it's only one that we know of, or two. It's only two that we know of, Will and August. It's only the only two that we know. Like, at what point do we sit there and do a whole documentary about surviving Jada? You know what I mean? Because like, that's basically what Will is doing. He's existing. He's surviving at this point because he damn sure ain't living. At least not with you. Because it's like he's trapped, allegedly. It's like he's stuck. Like, damn. It's like the Get Out movie in reverse. And if you ain't seen that movie, go watch that movie and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So, yeah, man, I just wanted to touch on that because it, 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 it was, it was as a man, it was kind of bothering me. And I'm like, because it's like that double standard where don't nobody want to say nothing. They take little pot shots at her or whatever. They might, you know, Stephen A mentioned it a couple times on his show. But let's protect the mental health of Will Smith. I mean, because there's, there's men that have to go with those conversations every day where, you know, the girl might say, like, oh, I got caught up in the moment, and this happened, and that happened, and I, you know, whatever. But that ain't put on Facebook. Well, sometimes nowadays it is put on Facebook. But a lot of times it's not publicized. They dealt with it how they dealt with it, and it is what it is. You choose to move on, and you choose not. It feel like, because if we'll leave, you basically cheated. So if there is a prenup, because if there's no legal separation, you cheated on that man. So I don't care what you say, allegedly. I don't care what your mom. I really don't care what your mama got to say because I feel like this: in marriage, in relationships, man and woman, whatever, whatever your relationship status is, it need to be you 
and your partner. Not not your parent, not they parent. You and your partner. That should be the ultimate decision. Not your friends, not their friends. It's okay to run stuff by those people, but they shouldn't be uh, the final decision. So, of course, you're going to defend your daughter. You're going to, y'all need to quit attacking my daughter. Will, I love Will. That's my son. It doesn't matter how much you love Will. That's your daughter. That's your only child. That's your baby, whatever. So, I expect you as a mother to defend her, but I don't want to hear you because your daughter is in the wrong. And it's a reason why she wants this shit to work out with the life, whole life partner, spiritual conversation she's trying to bring up. That's your husband. Stop calling that nigga your life partner, number one. But it's a reason why you done stepped out on him, but you don't want him to let you don't want to let him out the door. If I'm Will, I'm dipping out and I'm leaving her with zero. Cause my kids is grown. Jaden got his own money. Willow got her own money. Trey seemed like he's doing all right. You can go on and you Will Smith, man. Trust me, you will find somebody else. Somebody better. It's 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 people out there that's waiting for you to just go. Like, oh, the spiritual connection and all that. Yeah, I get all that, but nah, bruh. Cause she's not maintaining your spiritual peace at this point. Like, oh, this is my husband. This is a tough this was a tough conversation for us to have, you know. Me as his wife sleeping with another man, but I'm gonna take it to the world. Maybe the world will understand. Hell, the world don't even know. We don't even know as the world what the fuck we doing on a daily basis. How the fuck we gonna understand y'all situation? So why bring it to us? Why give us the forum to speak on? So like I said, Will Smith, man, do what you gotta do to protect your mental health, bro. The ball is in your court. If you wanna stay, stay. You want to leave? Leave. But I just want to make sure mentally, whatever decision you make, you cool with it. Because a lot of people not, they're not speaking up on your behalf as far as that. And that's important. Because the mind is tricky. The mind is, it could be the strongest thing, or it could be your weakest point. And if something bad happens, then we're going to say, oh, we wish we would have. So at least I'm saying it now. Well, I know I can. So, Will, man, I hope you're able to survive Jada. And I'm going to get out of here like this. Just because their vision is blurry, that doesn't diminish your greatness. Until next time, stay lionhearted. Stay lionhearted.